0: is your freedom. What do you do when life is on you and it's heavy? You're carrying a weight, stress. You have no direction. Maybe you're fearful about something, unsure about something. Where do you go? What do you do? Is there more than one thing you do to escape? To find your way, to find freedom. I've talked about this before, but it's been a long time since I touched my love for this topic today. And the reason I haven't spoken about it in so long is because I had to walk away from it. I had to let it go. I had to stop doing it for a while. And it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Certainly did a number on my emotional health, my mental health, my attitude. A lot of other things happening in life kept me going, kept me looking forward, moving forward. But the loss of this thing, which is freedom to me and always will be, was a huge blow. This was a long time coming. But I finally started running again. And I have had the best running month I've had in a year. I was looking at my app the other day and I was refreshing my brain. What have I done? What have I not done in the last year? Not just the last year since this year started, but the whole last 12 months. And it turns out the last time I ran this far in one month's time was a year ago. So that's a big deal. A year and a half ago, I injured my back. It was a whole thing. I'm not going to go into details about it, but I did something to my back that ended up being a whole thing. It ended up being an injury that I never thought would keep me down, keep dragging me down over and over. The ups and downs of this, the back and forth, trying to go for a run and then realizing, oh, well, that didn't work. And sometimes, if you're familiar with any kind of physical activity, you're probably aware of this, you're not going to feel it while you're exercising or doing it or even right after. But sometimes it's the next day. Sometimes it's the following day. You suddenly go, oh, that was a bad idea. I also saw a back surgeon who was great. And then I saw a pain specialist who I was referred to from the back surgeon who was also great. And I was told these different things and some of them didn't make sense to me. Some of them didn't seem to fit. I was actually told I have arthritis and that this was going to be an ongoing thing. I I was going to have to treat with care. But then when I went to see the pain specialist, he told me based on everything we talked about, the imaging he reviewed, he told me what I long suspected Not that I had arthritis, but that I actually tore a disc in my back. And I had long thought that was the case. I thought I had done something to a disc based on everything that kept happening. And when you tear a disc, you can't fix that. You can do things to encourage it to heal. But essentially, you're waiting for that disc to heal on its own. It's not like you can go in surgically and mend it back together. It's a disc. It's between your vertebrae. It's not extruding. It's not a collapsed disc. It's just torn. And that can take months to heal. And he gave me options. He said, we could do injections right into the problem, the suspected problem disc. Because there's obviously an issue with one of my desks, my L5-S1. That is the spot. I was told I could get injections right into that disc that would theoretically give it new life, plump it back up. Because once your discs start to deteriorate, there's no going back. You have to do everything you can to keep them in the best shape possible. And it's very obvious based on an MRI I had that this disc is, is tired. It's worn. It's nice and fat but it's not bright and healthy like the others. So it's definitely had an issue or currently is still having a bit of an issue. So I was given these options. I was told they could cut with a laser the nerves around that area that are not needed for anything else, but they would essentially blind me to the pain, to the irritation that I occasionally had, including sciatica nerve pain. And I thought, I don't want to do that nerves grow back. There's no telling that they won't reproduce the same pain either when they grow back. So I opted not to do that. Specialist told me, you don't have to do anything. You can run as far as you can. And as much as you can stand the pain is what he told me. He said, based on everything I had done, that I could do what I felt was the most appropriate But that's not what you want to hear, right? You want to be fixed. You want someone to come in and say, oh, I can fix that. But sometimes the body just needs time and routine and very, very essential physical therapy. And I want to talk about this in detail because this is what got me through all of this and back to the point where I am now. So for weeks towards the end of 2021, three times a week for an hour, I was going to do physical therapy, stretches, core work, balance, stabilization, mobility. I was really weak in the hips, which was surprising. And I lacked balance too. Tell me to stand on one leg, balance on one leg, bend over, keep my core tight. I could not do that. It was pretty bad. And that might be surprising to hear from someone who was such an avid runner, but I didn't have the strength and the mobility in my hips which is so important for any kind of excessive physical activity like running. I bounced a lot when I ran too and I think this is the lack of core stabilization. So our whole thing was with my PT to get my core nice and solid and to stabilize my hips. So I'm not bouncing, I'm not crashing so hard when I'm going downhill, etc. And I officially stopped physical therapy at the end of 2021, but I never really stopped. I've done it every day since then, keeping myself solid. And it's become part of my routine. It's like a workout now. I get up. That's the first thing I do is my PT. Knocks it out for the whole day, but it also wakes me up too. It's, really, it's a really nice refresh. If you're looking for something to do in the mornings that's not super strenuous, I highly recommend stretches and some sort of strengthening, mobilization, stabilizing exercise where you're leaning on your legs, et cetera, because it does a lot for your stability, to keep you solid. Not just because you might be doing other exercises, but you might be surprised how it affects how much easier it is to lift things and do things in general, to bend over, that sort of thing. And the gear was of all importance, stretch, retention bands, the big exercise ball, right? Ideally, you want to get one that's so big, you can lay on it over on your stomach and it will stretch out and round out your back. That's phenomenal for your back. And then there's the flat-sided ball. I think one of the brand names I've seen is, is it Bozu? Bozu? I don't know how to say it. B-O-Z-U. It's a ball, but it's essentially a a half sphere. And the bottom of it is this flat, big old plastic flat piece. But you want to get to a point where you can stand on the flat side, balancing on that half ball without leaning against a wall in the middle of the room, and you can pick up one leg and touch the floor with the leg that you're lifting and lowering with your heel. That's where you want to get to. I know that sounds insane. Some of you might be thinking, how is that even possible? It is possible to get to that point. You start by balancing on one leg for five or 10 seconds at a time without moving. Then you set it down. You have to find that balance. You have to find your center of gravity to do it. But once you do, it only takes a few weeks and you will become so solid. It's amazing. And the five pound weights, some people mock light weights, you know, three pound weights, five pound weights, but five pound weights are great because if you're doing squats or you're doing those moves where you're standing, you lift one leg and you lean over and you keep your back straight the whole time, your back is neutral, having that weight and keeping it close to your body is what keeps everything solid and balanced in the middle. Otherwise, you're not centering that strength. You're not centering your efforts. You have to keep it centered. But mostly it's just the resistance of yourself, your hands, your arms, gravity, letting those things do the work. You can lie on your back and make sure your back is completely flat against the floor all the way down. That's the key to strengthening your core and your stomach muscles. But you can lie on your back, bring your knees up so... They're parallel, so your legs are parallel to the floor and push on your your hips, your thighs with your own hands and hold your legs perpendicular. And that's a great way to build up resistance simply by using your own strength in your own hands. So many different things you can do as part of a physical therapy regimen, but also just as a general exercise regimen. And I do this every day. I try not to miss any day. And it's been so great to get me back to where I am now. The release, the freedom. Freedom. Running is freedom. Running is my happy place. Running is the place where ideas come to me and my brain flushes out and I can forget about the troubles of every single day and I can listen to awesome music and I can immerse myself in the world around me and the smells and the sunshine or the rain or the snow or whatever it is that I'm going through. I appreciate every single one of those things because running is freedom. Ever since I went through my worst ulcerative colitis flare in 2015, and I had to stop running for that too. And getting back to that was a different kind of process because I wasn't battling pain in my back, but I was battling the rest of my body telling me, hey, I need to rest. And hey, I'm taking all kinds of meds right now and you're pushing me to the brink. And there were times where I didn't feel good and I was dizzy and it just didn't feel good. But it's, it felt so good. You know what I mean? And I'm not talking about pushing myself so bad that I was ready to faint, but I definitely felt the push. But that was the point. It kept me going. I was alive because I was running. And I think that's difficult for people to understand if they haven't been through that kind of challenge, that kind of battle with their own body, whether it's an autoimmune disease or you're recovering from an injury. When you're getting back to the things you love like that that test you, you want to keep going even though everybody around you might be saying, hey, you gotta slow down because that is the only thing that makes you feel alive. Even if you're slow, because that is, that is always the thing when you're coming back to it. The slowness, the sluggishness, the, oh my gosh, I do have to stop. And I have to, I have to rest for a minute here. But it still keeps you going. And even when you're well again and you're back to that routine, there are still moments where it is rough and it's hard on you. It's hot. When it gets to over about 75 degrees, my head feels like it's on fire. And that's why I stopped wearing hats and I started wearing headbands because I cannot cover my whole head. I will feel like I'm going to faint if I cover my whole head. But even if I'm struggling when I get hot like that, or I'm having one of those days where I didn't wait long enough after I ate a substantial meal and it's coming back to haunt me during my run and I have to slow down, it's still worth it because it's still running. And I love the bright running shoes. It's all about the shoes. It's all about the gear. I love having bright shoes. I think my next pair is going to be bright orange. I'm already eyeing my next pair, you guys. I'm getting kind of close to my my mileage break on my existing neon pair. Running is essential for my well being, feeling good, doing well. I'm back to running. I went five miles last weekend. And I want to do that again this weekend. I do two maintenance runs a week and then I do one long one. And there was a time where my long ones were anywhere from eight miles to 12 or more if I could manage it. And I miss those days. I miss them so badly. But I ran five miles last weekend. Without stopping, I ran five miles. And that was awesome. And I want to do it again. And I want to keep getting further and further. It's not even about the speed anymore. When I broke my own record, my pace, that was amazing. But I don't really care about that anymore. It's about the distance. It's about how far I'm running and what I'm getting out of it. I try not to look at the stats too much. Stats are fun. They're awesome. When you break a personal record, that's awesome. That's awesome. When you set a record in your area on a route, that's fantastic. It's motivating. You get kudos from your app. You get a little medal. You get a little plaque thing, you know, like a... It's just cool to get those prizes. And they don't really mean anything, but it's fun. It's very gratifying. But it's simply about the run and the the experience on the run. I still want to go 25,000 miles in my lifetime. That's enough to circle the globe. That's the circumference of the world. It's about 24,900 something miles. And I want to do that. And I'm maybe a fifth of the way there. (laughs) I don't know. I I started running. It's been a while. I started running, I think, in 2014, I want to say. It was 2014, I think. The summer of 2014. It's been almost eight years. And I had to take breaks for various reasons, case in point, the one I just told you about. But I still wanna go 25,000 miles in my lifetime. And I don't care how slow those miles are. I just wanna do it. If I can say I ran enough to circle the globe, if there was a road that went all the way around it, that's what I wanna do. So I'm gonna keep at it. It's a happy place. Running is freedom. And if you feel that way too, go for it. It doesn't matter how slow you are. It doesn't matter how hard it is. It matters what you feel when you do it. It doesn't matter what you look like. You know how we all see those pictures of people in these ads and magazines and running apps and running platforms and running websites. And everybody always looks so photogenic. And it's the perfect floating running stance. You know, everybody's hair's in the wind. They look happily exhausted, but they still got it together And then there's us, what we really look like. Sweat, running down our faces. It's not running down our faces. I'm just keeping it real. All kinds of nastiness. Running is not a glamorous thing, but that's not what it's about. It's about how you feel. It's about what it gives you. (laughs) It always reminds me of those things like how I think I look when I'm smiling versus how I really look when I'm smiling, you know? How you really look when you're running. Running is freedom. It shouldn't matter what the rest of it is. Find the stuff that makes you happy while you're doing it. Get get the fun gear. If you're not about the neon, get the jet black. I have had jet black shoes. They feel super empowering and bold. But the bright ones are fun, so that's what I go for. But anyway, running. I hadn't talked about it in a long time because I didn't want to think about it. I didn't want to think about the fact that I had to put it to the side. I had to stop for weeks. I couldn't go anywhere running. And I was devastated. It was very, very difficult to hold myself back and do nothing but walk. I wanted to run. And the other key was alternating running-walking on my routes. When I first started doing that, when I first started getting back to running, I was very careful to only go for a mile or so at a time. And it was run, walk, run, walk. I had to slow down. I had to gauge the pain, the irritation. What does this feel like right now? Any nerve issues, any tightness? And then I had to wait and see what does it feel like later in the night? What does it feel like the next morning? Can I go do this? the day after tomorrow, etc. It's all part of the process of healing. And sometimes the body needs time. So if you're going through something that is holding you back from a physical activity that you love, and your body is screaming no, but your heart is screaming yes, work with professionals, talk to people, understand what your best route is. It's going to be different for everyone. I decided to step back and let things heal. And lo and behold, I'm actually able to do this and get away with it for the time being. And I'm hoping I can continue to do so. But maybe the best option for you is some sort of a procedure. Maybe the best option is some sort of temporary medication. Maybe the best option is a minor surgery. I cross my fingers and say a prayer that that's not the case because surgery, of course, should always be the last thing you should consider. And I think any good surgeon will tell you that. Even the ones that love to do surgery and that's their job, they should tell you, you want to do everything you can to avoid surgery because surgery is an extremely hard thing for the body to recover from. It just is. The body always needs time to heal and surgery takes longer, even if you heal fast. So understand your body, what you're going through, talk to the professionals that know better and make that decision. And if it's going to take time, give yourself the time, as hard as that is, as much as you don't want to, as much as you're dreading the loss of that activity, of that release, of that freedom, give yourself the time to be so you can get back to what you want to be, where you want to be, what you love. All right, guys. Running aka your freedom. Maintain it, nurture it, love it. Be patient with it if you come to a place where you need to reassess and take a breather. And you can always use that time for another activity. I know you're thinking, oh geez, you're probably rolling your eyes at me right now. Come on, Charlie. You know that's not a substitute. There is no substitute for that thing that is freedom. I know that. But there is something else that you can learn, that you can immerse yourself in, that you can indulge in. And maybe you'll discover a new freedom. Keep yourselves alive, guys. Doing what you love. And I'll be back next time. Just about ready to wrap. Queen's album, The Game, with my last dive and then my who stole my attention the most on the album entirely. But that's for next, the coming episodes. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a bright and free rest of your day.